This is the Cato Daily Podcast for May 28, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. The federal government is not only spending more now, it's also pledging to spend more down the road. In 2007 alone, the federal government increased its total obligations by $2.5 trillion. That's not spending that shows up on current books, but it is spending that we promise and our kids will have to confront. Chris Edwards, the Director of Tax Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, comments. The federal government's long-term financial obligations grew by $2.5 trillion last year, a reflection of the mushrooming cost of Medicare and Social Security benefits as more baby boomers reach retirement. When you hear discussions about the federal deficit, this kind of number is nowhere to be found. That's right. The federal budget deficit, the annual uh, amount of red ink that the federal government uh, is running is in the range of $400 billion a year. But if you look at the long-term unfunded obligations of the federal government, we are talking tens of trillions of dollars. And kudos to USA Today for running a story the other day that showed that taxpayers may be on the hook for $57 trillion of unfunded federal promises and benefit programs. Now, a lot of these are Social insurance or Medicare, these are programs that we can predict pretty well, reasonably, how much they're going to cost out into the future. What we can't predict is the kinds of revenues that are going to come in to pay them. States uh, recently, under new uh, government accounting rules, have been required to recognize the future costs of, of their pension obligations for their state workers and health insurance programs for their state workers does the federal government have anything comparable to try to recognize up front these massive costs that are going to be incurred down the road? We've got massive unfunded obligations at all three levels of government, federal, state, and local. And it is also true that the accounting for these unfunded obligations uh, on the government's part uh, is nowhere near as transparent uh, or uh, solid as uh, required by private corporation, uh, private corporate pension plans and the like. Uh, But we do have a good idea of what the numbers look like. Uh, The federal government's uh, largest unfunded obligations are in the Medicare program, including the brand new uh, prescription drug benefit uh, passed uh, under President Bush a few years ago. The unfunded obligation of that program is something like a $10 trillion now that President Bush and Congress have put future taxpayers on the hook. Uh, there is a difference between debt and unfunded obligations. The explicit federal debt is a, a smaller number, under $10 trillion, and taxpayers are definitely will have to face those costs in the future. The unfunded obligations of benefit programs like Social Security and Medicare, uh, hopefully we can cut the benefits in the future uh, to save taxpayers the, uh, the increased pain of, of higher taxes in the future. As a fix, you know, nobody wants to pay a cost up front that they can pay down the road, and lawmakers are uh, on two-year election cycles. Does it make any sense to try to bond a huge amount of these obligations up front so that the costs of these uh, programs are felt now rather than uh, in a more crushing way down the road? No, that's actually a really bad idea. Okay. Uh, what's going on at the state and local level is is that state and local governments have uh, promised these big uh, retirement benefits, both pension and health care benefits for uh, the 16 million state and local workers. 
Many of these benefits have been completely unfunded by state and local governments. Uh, what uh, some state and local politicians uh, backed by unions want to do is issue explicit debt for these unfunded obligations in the future to try to lock in those high benefit levels enjoyed by state and local workers. Uh, I, I don't like that idea because I think that uh, state and local uh, pensions and health care costs are frankly excessive. We The benefits paid to state and local workers are far in excess uh, of private sector benefits, so I think we ought to cut those uh, future benefits and save future state and local taxpayers from these additional burdens. All right, the USA Today story that we were talking about quotes it examines the new liabilities added in 2007. Among those, Medicare, $1.2 trillion, Social Security, $900 billion, Civil Servant Retirement, $106 billion, and Veterans Benefits, $34 billion. Well, the big two, Social Security and Medicare. But what you, what you point to is the, the uh, troubling uh, problem that every year uh, that Congress delays uh, creating solutions for these programs, we get further further uh, into debt and we uh, potentially create an even higher burden on the younger generation. I mean, most Americans are uh, now realize that there's this problem that you've got a large group of baby boomers uh, who have uh, built up these uh, promised benefits over the years and they will now be retiring and the ratio of retirees to young workers uh, will be increasing dramatic, dramatically over uh, uh, coming decades. Um, that will potentially create a crushing tax burden uh, on future younger workers, uh, which is really completely unfair. I've I've uh, written that this is uh, we are uh, have a budding war again uh, between the generations uh, um, starting now that uh, will get worse in coming years. You know, there, there's a constant debate between tax and spend, which is painful now, and spend it, or borrow and spend, which is less painful now, but is more painful down the road. But this is neither. This is just a promise to spend. Well, that's right. If Spending creates burdens, whether uh, Congress gets the money through taxes or borrowing. Borrowing is just deferred taxes. The more that Congress borrows now, the more the future generations will have to be taxed to pay back those promises. Um, borrowing money is really uh, irresponsible uh, accounting by Congress. Uh, it, uh, it, it, it allows them to evade the tough uh, trade-offs that really we elect them to make. So, uh, you know, I'm for a balanced budget, but I'm also for cutting spending and reducing those uh, future promise uh, benefits that, that are going to create a crushing burden. Chris Edwards is the Director of Tax Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. Revamped full event videos are now available at our website, cato.org.